Welcome back to the Fight Pit, everybody. We are talking a little bit of Max Holloway taking on the Korean Zombie this Saturday, August 26th in Singapore. Before we get to that, I just want to give a quick shout out to our amazing sponsor, Coffee Bros. If you got to get up early in the morning, you got to get some coffee and you need some caffeine. You need it. It's that jump start for your day. I am no I am in no condition to begin my day without a little bit of coffee. So go over to Coffee Bros. Use the link in our description to get a discount. Get yourself some coffee. Wake yourself up in the morning. Now, before we talk Max Holloway versus Korean Zombie, and don't you worry, we're going to talk all main card fights. We're going to recap a little bit of 292. You'll notice that Connor's not here. We put him in timeout. After that Cheeto Vera take, we put him in timeout. He was talking too much shit about Marlon Cheeto Vera. And now Vera might be fighting for a title because gentlemen, we have a new champion. We have a new champion. Gage, you're giving me the thumbs down. Oh, I'm sorry. Max, Hurst, Holloway. You're giving me the thumbs down. What do we not like about Cheeto Vera going in for a title fight right away? Bro, he's not even like third on the list. Like, I think Aljo, like, I know I'm breaking into the the recap right away. Aljo A deserves his rematch right away. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as him and Sean are ready to go and agree on a date, like that's the fight. It has yep. to be. Then after that, like fuck, I would put Henry Cejudo in there before I put. You put Cejudo right back in there. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Because Sugar Sean and Cejudo are already going back, back and forth with each other on Twitter and stuff. Like, <laughs> but going. like Cheeto Vera, I I would put him third on the list because then I you put have, him fourth. You put it. You put Vera over Sandhagen. No, I would. No, Corey, so far, and Marab, yeah. and Marab too. I mean, I, Ooh. I put, oh, yeah, because Marab would want to fight for the belt now that if Aljo doesn't have it. Yeah, so it's Aljo, Marab, Sandhagen, just, just for the bid. Oh, God. I mean, no, Henry. the first person to fight, uh, Sean, if he beats Aljo in a rematch, is Corey Sandhagen, without a fucking doubt. It has without to be. Doubt. It has to be. Like Corey is the biggest threat to the belt i feel like no matter who has it because he just has gotten exponentially better and better and like 135 is so i think those are the next two now. title fights unless aljo wins and then they go trilogy which i also see have happening. to do oh and then you have to put cody and maybe marab in an interim fight yeah well i don't i don't think you'll get a rematch this uh first it will happen but it won't be right away yeah. because it would, it would, i think uh, deserves it more yeah. than anyone else in the division besides marab but marab probably gonna wait back and see what happens before he goes up yeah aljo yeah, already said he wants to wait till next year while uh sean has said he wants to fight in december he wants to go so, yeah so that means the rematch is not going to happen first He'll probably pull like, all right, I'll wait till like March or something. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll just eventually. Conference said he wanted the immediate, but if he's but is he gonna is, does he lose enough momentum to where he has to fight somebody else again for a number one contenders match? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I just think he might have to wait till March or something. He, ru he, he runs the wait. risk of Sean losing in December. Ooh, yeah, and then he's left in limbo because now it's not a rematch. And now it's like, all right, you can fight Sean again, but it's not for gold. Yeah, no, that, oh, oh, it's exciting. 135 is exciting. Back, again. It's going to get real interesting because Corey wins. Wide like, open. All right, Marab deserves one because he's killing the division, just didn't want to fight his teammate. 
and then Cejudo's always in play, and you have Aljo and Sean as former champions at that point. It's going to get real chaotic. Maybe Aljo lose, loses again, then goes up to 145, tries to fight the bulk like he's been talking about. There's a lot of variables at play now. I don't know about Aljo versus Volk. I mean, it's not a good fight for Aljo, but that's not a good fight for Aljo. Let's be honest, 135 has not been this interesting in a while. 135 has been, it's been so stagnant, I feel like. It's just been like, now it's... Now now it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Every, like, every possibility is a fun matchup. (laughs) Yeah, even Volk tweeted out, I think, that, like, if Aljo won in a statement fashion, he might have hopped Ilya for a shot at him. But now that's dead in the water. And it's definitely going to be Volk Ilya whenever that comes up now. And that's Volk. Volk's winning. Like, oh, yeah. A lot of people think Ilya has a good shot. They think Ilya he's has that a good of a well-rounded fight. chance, but Volk is... That man is Volk. Is Volk. Absurdly different. Volk is Volk. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately think best 145-er of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just bar none. Yeah. There's the, the, the debate is kind of over at this point. It yeah. was Aldo for the longest time, but, like, Volk is a different animal. He's yeah. Oh, he's that man so is good. bored at 145. Yeah, he, he is. One of the most interesting divisions until he got. And he there. won at 155. Moving right along. <laughs> Speaking of another very Marcus. dominant champion. Nah, Volk totally won that fight. Speaking of another absolutely dominant champion, though, Zhang Weili was in rare freaking form once again and set a record. <laughs> Oh, that was... We we said it, but we didn't know how bad that was going to be. How could we? We didn't. We had no idea it was going to be a record-setting ass-whooping for 25 minutes. And it just feels like Whaley is waiting for Tatiana Suarez. Like, there's no, there's no one else. There's no one else. Wait, make that fight. There's no like there's no other challenge for it's Lee. like Dana just can't keep ushering these women in these divisions up so quickly through the ranks that they get like no. top five vying for a title fight. And Amanda Lamos, shout out to her for taking that. She was a dog. She was a dog. She was a dog in that fight. Top ass. I, I will give her. Yeah, she and she tried. She tried. It was never like, oh, I'm it wasn't just a to, lack of like, effort. An ass whooping. Gave up. No, she, uh, yeah, she, she, just, she tried her hardest for 25 minutes. It's just there was such a gap, such a gap. I mean, you're playing was, junior varsity athletes against varsity players. Like, I know I, they're getting moved I was, up, I think, too quickly. There's not enough competitiveness in the top 10. There's, there's, God, there, there just the isn't gap, enough depth gap for them to is, work up. Like I, there's not that experience, uh, and then there's I do want to. Oh, like, you go for it. We're gonna talk about her and in this fight night too. Two people that have great records that just shot through the ranks, and now we're gonna have a title fight, get beat, and then just now repeat until they end up like Jessica Andrade, who's now is just getting on the to get thrown to these people who are coming up, shooting up real quick, and just circle it's, it back. It's really God. It's just throw them to the one woman in the East Division that is just head and shoulders above the rest. There's Valentina was in for a while. Amanda yeah. Nunes went out on top. Amanda Nunes. What, uh, now you see Wei Li. Women's goat. Same, women's goat. Amanda oh. Nunes. Women's goat. We like, are you made like the goat of like all combat sports? Or, like, well, John Jones. 
but um, I think Amanda Nunes. Maybe just John Jones. Pure, pure accolades. Amanda John Nunes. Jones. John Jones. It's still John Jones. It's all. Yeah. Yeah, women's goat. I don't, I don't know if I like where this goat. is going. Undisputed women's goat. Yes. And you can toss Demetrius Johnson in there. You can absolutely put DJ in that conversation. I love Mighty Mouse, man. Oh, you can totally put DJ. Never got the credit that he deserved. Oh. But speaking of, hey, maybe we didn't give this guy enough credit. Ian Gary. He, uh. That was a statement one. He made a statement. statement one. He is, he's letting people know, no, I'm not some flash in the pan. I'm here to, I'm here to compete. He's very legit. No, he was, he looks so, he looks so good. He looks really good. And you photo. guys called it with him training with Gilbert. He looked very comfortable. He was. Mm -hmm. cool. I gotta say, I was not, was not expecting it. Oh Stuff. no, he was. He, he had poise. he had both takedowns in the fight. He had the only recorded takedowns. It was it was nuts to me. I was like, oh, okay. Ian Gary is that guy. He's a contender. Like he should yeah, be. He showed off his wrestling skills. The now the it's a question mark, and now it's there, and now you. The only question mark is how high he's going to go, how quickly. Exactly, because you you also have to consider like I don't know I don't know who said it, but 170 is a division of grapplers. Sean, that might have been you last yeah, week, but yeah, I think so. I think man, so. 170 is chock full of these grappling specialists. So to see Ian Gary excel against a grappler was really just it, it boosted his stock for me for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. Here's a question for you guys. So that Ian Gary right there, that fight you watched, does that mm -hmm. beat Leon Edwards at yes. this moment? All right. So if you are, this is this is what I was I was I was talking to my buddy about this. He's won this Wonder Boy fight. I don't want him to have Wonder Boy fight. There's a guy without a fight that if you beat this guy, you fight the champion. His name is Kamaru Usman. That's a fight tall order. Usman. That's all order. Look, look, look what happened with Sean O'Malley. Obviously, I don't believe he beat Peter Yarn, but at the same point, you beat the number one guy, you get the belt. Oh, you get a shot at the belt. Every division kind of has that you, one person that like you have to like you gotta you gotta beat that one if you want to fight for the yep. title. And it would say he he basically says, All right, Kamara, you haven't fought in forever. I wanna fight. I wanna fight in uh Madison Square Garden. Uh, Dana White already turned down Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Well, I want to fight for the belt next year. Turned that fight down. Wonderboy turned down. That's why. Down. That's why he said too. Yeah. So, I mean, I, which I don't, I, don't I would I would like to see him thrown in there. I want to see it. I want to. I want to see. I want to see how good Ian Gary is. I want to. I, 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 I just. I don't. Know, I, can, I can't wait for his next fight. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, Stephen Thompson or Jeff Neal just makes sense now. Give him top ten. But if yeah, they, if nobody, I think he, it, I think he goes through both of them. I think he goes through both of them. I want to see something I think he can really go hard. If, if anything, yeah. like, if he wants to realistically, no top ten guy wants to fight him. And I think Shavkat's just a terrible matchup for anyone. So, I would also yeah. steer clear about that. Yeah, absolutely. But if he does beat Shavkat, that's also a massive. Big old. Plus, he's trained with him. Plus, yeah. he's trained with him. Yeah. Though, so like, he doesn't really want to fight him. If he fights. And beats like Hamzat or Bilal or Kamaru, like, yeah, I think you got it. I think you're up next, but if you beat yeah, plus his guys, name, his name value, so 
Yeah. yeah, he's a. I think he's a bigger name than Bilal right now. So if he beats Bilal and that's number three, definitely he's a bigger name than Bilal. Yeah. yeah, I. I, I think I, if you beat I any won't. of those top five guys, but I don't see him fighting Gilbert, who's at five. I think he fights any of those one through four and wins. Like, you're you're getting called up next to the dance. And I I think oh, Bilal yeah. Muhammad would take that fight because he's one of those guys that's like, all right, I've been waiting a while. All right, I'll take the fight. I think if Ian Gary says Bilal Muhammad's name. I think Bilal's gonna be like. I think, every, the name I think every single one of those top four would take it, besides maybe Kamara. I think. I think no. I think Kamara would. He wants to fight. He's a. He was just on. I think ESPN MMA I think or something there's like gonna that. There's gonna be a lot of issues booking that, but I would love to see it. Yeah, oh, I I would too. I would. I really want to see Kamara Usman fight again to see if it was just the Leon Edwards kind of mental funk or if he's washed. So, I kind of want to see. Put him in with Ian Gary. We'll see. I'd like no, to see that yeah, matchup. It's going to be fun. And, and moral of the story here, we can't wait to see Ian Gary step back into the octagon. Also, it, yeah. Let definitely. me just play with some fantasy right here. Play if with Cole that fantasy. loses to Leon, sure. how incredibly reminiscent would it be to have the promotion of Colby Covington versus Ian Gary? Oh, that would be great. It would just, be so it'd great. Be such nostalgia of that shit talking high point Conor McGregor error shit. That would oh. just the sheer comedy coming that out of press those, conference. Press conferences. Oh, those press conferences would be just magical. Mm-hmm. God, Ian Gary's that guy. Ian Gary's absolutely yeah. that guy. Certified. But, um, no, sorry, certified. Enough of 292, though. Enough of 292. We had guard. our fun. It's just good card. It was, oh, man, that was fun. Yeah. Man, that was fun. But we got a fun card ahead of us, and we're going to talk about it right now. Holloway versus Korean Zombie. It's going to be going down this Saturday at Singapore. We're going to talk about the main card right about now. Starting it off, we've got some heavyweights squaring off. Junior Taffa taking on Parker Porter. This is one of those, yeah, don't look away. Somebody's probably going to get knocked out at some point during this fight. And for my money, I'm going to go with the younger, uh, more fresh guy in Junior Taffa versus Parker Porter. Parker Porter, I think his chin is cracked at this point. I think that he is, you know, He's a journeyman through and through. And 38, you know, you can get there for heavyweight for sure. Like heavyweights fight late into their late into their careers. But I I I don't see a way he stays conscious against Junior Taffa. He is young, hungry, and only has won by knockout. He has a decision loss, so I guess Parker Porter could maybe like grind it out. But I really just don't see a way that he stays conscious. Like no, not a I, chance. Gage, talk to me about this one. Here. Uh, Parker Porter has one loss, one loss, and is back and forth for the last four years of his career. And it's either he's getting knocked out or he's knocking someone out. Uh, the last person to knock out Parker Porter, guess who it was? Justin Taffa, older brother of Junior Taffa. I love the storyline there. Man, uh, I love the storyline there. I think... If his brother figured it out and put him to absolute sleep, why can't the younger brother just do it? He showed had a very, very good fight against Muhammad Usman in a decision loss. And still looks good though. He looked very good. And very and confident he, against I a like, highly touted, you know, name recognition. He's fighter. definitely hungry for that first promotion so win. I think 
he is primed, primed to go. I think I, if I had put money on, I think Junior Tapas definitely, definitely. And like, going. just also think about by this. first round. Also, by knockout in the first round. Not knockout in the first round. Um, just, I, I mean, just think <clears throat> about this for a second. Parker Porter has not gotten a knockout like clean knockout since 2011. It's been TKOs and decisions. Wow. He's not gotten a knockout since 2011 at heavyweight. This is not going to go well for Parker Porter. Sean, are we yeah. we're burying the guy for no reason? <clears throat> no, I'm going Junior Tafa also. All right. Uh, it's it's a heavyweight bout. Uh, going with the younger guy with the better looking record. So four and one, younger guy. Just let's we'll see what happens. I'm thinking it's going to be just a normal heavyweight. Heavy yeah. fight, just two guys swinging and banging, and someone's going out. But I'm going to yeah. go with Junior Tafa. It's going to land it. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is going to be just a. This is kind of your standard heavyweight fight, and that's why this line is so close. Like Junior Tafa is a slight favorite at minus 150. Parker Porter's at plus 125, and that's just because yeah, you're at heavyweight. There's a there's one punch that can just change the course of the fight. But l- looking at, you know, looking at that that lack of a clean knockout from Parker Porter in the last 12 years. I don't think that, I don't think that puncher's chance is necessarily on his side in this, but moving right down along this card, we've got, we've got some women's flyweight action going on down here. Aaron Blanchfield taking on Taylor Santos. Sean, talk to me about this one. Well, we have two title contenders. Aaron Fletchfield versus Santos. Uh, I I watched both their last fights, and what I'm getting out of it is basically Aaron Bletchfield is just a little bit better in everything, in my opinion. Like she's a little bit better on the ground. She moves a little better. She's able to get up from positions and on top of it, put other people in more positions. I think Aaron Bletchfield has more of a finish like rate on her side. Like I think she could get the finish more than Santos can get the finish. Um, they're both pretty good on the ground and stand up. I think Aaron's just a little bit better with her boxing. It's a little cleaner. She actually uses a job, which is, which is big. A lot of, you see a lot of women boxers don't use a job. They more just go for the swing, almost like a heavyweight fighter would in men's. Like they just go for the swing and hope for Hopefully it lands. But she actually uses a jab. And so I, I I understand the line's really close. It's the second closest other than the co-main events. But I don't think it should be this close. I think it could be easily like a minus 200. I, I think Aaron Bletchfield's going to win 30-27. Unanimous decision. Clean sweep of it all three rounds? Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I, I It's hard for me to disagree. I, Blanchfield is just, like you said, like she's cleaner. She just is... A, a lot more refined. It's anything you can do, I can do better. And Aaron Blanchfield is going to put that on display and going to look really good doing it. And oh gosh, what was the t- what was the fight that she just had that got canceled? And then oh, uh, what was that? I know ah, anyways, got canceled once prior as well. Yeah, no, they're both they're both like yeah. yeah, no, she submitted Jessica Andrade. 
Yeah, looked amazing doing. I think that was a last minute replacement for Andrade. I think that was the one I was and thinking. And she of. and she submitted a, a Molly Meatball too. No, yeah, no. Blanchfield is Blanchfield's three straight submission. Three yeah, straight submission where, wins. That's where my uh, my second round submission take was going to come in. There it I is. was doing research because that's three straight submissions on people that aren't afraid to get down and dirty. Mm-hmm. So. I know Talia Santos isn't either, so she might get trapped into a little, little armbar here and there, a little heel hook. You wanna, you are you going to pick the submission? Because I'm, I'm planning on picking the submission for me. Because I'm going I'm submission, going submission round two. Which are you? Are you Aaron saying Blanchfield, one submission? Aaron Blanchfield, 100% submission round two. What technique? I'm going to go straight up here and just go armbar. Classic. Armbar. All right. All right. So this is what's going to happen. Aaron Blanchfield is going to jab Taylor Santos's face off and look really good doing it. Santos is going to go for a takedown. Blanchfield is going to sink in a guillotine in the second round. And that's my that's my prediction. Submission second round for Blanchfield. But, you know, it's it's really hard to look at some of these some of these contender matchups at 125 knowing Zhang Weili is there. It's it's like all right, what? But what are we fighting for? Like the opportunity to be the next notch in the belt. Well, there's one woman, one woman. They're waiting to see that matchup against Zhang Wei Li. Oh, Tatina Suarez. Whenever that happens, I cannot oh. wait for that fight. And I have Suarez in that fight, but we'll get to that once it gets announced that hasn't even yeah. that hasn't even gotten here yet we have more fights on this card Rinya Nakamura is taking on Fernie Garcia Gage talk to me about this one one of the well, biggest one of the biggest spreads on the card we've got a minus 800 favorite with it which with due respect to Rinya uh he had such a great debut against Toshiomi Kazama it put him out in the first round in 33 seconds Looked very, very clean, do it with his boxing. But he's also an amateur wrestler and was wrestling a high, uh, highly competitively for a lot of years going into it and clearly showcased that he can do it on the feet as well. So he's looking very dangerous going into this. And Fernie Garcia has come off two decision losses. The first one was not a great show. And the second one was much better. Could have gone either way, I think, of just looking at the fight and looking at the stats coming on the other side. But it's not looking good for him in his third professional fight in UFC. I probably think Rinier probably knocks him out in the third, honestly. Or if he tries to go down low, he'll grapple with him too. I don't see yeah, him no, he's game anywhere. I don't see him winning through a decision either. Is it going to be a clean knockout? I think, no, no, it's not going to be clean. It's going to be a stoppage. It's going to be a stoppage. All right. Uh, I think the only way Fernie wins if he puts out Renya, because I don't see him winning by decision, and I don't see him winning on the ground. <laughs> so Definitely that's all I got for that one. No, this line is this line is spot on. Like I've got Nakamura winning this fight. I've got it first round knockout. Like he is just good. He's just re- he's a complete mixed martial artist. He is a phenomenal athlete and. Yeah, no, I have the utmost confidence that Nakamura's going to win this fight. Sean, talk to me about this one. So we got a third round and a first round. 
I'll just be right in the middle. I'll go second round. Just give him five minutes. Why not? And we see can't be wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But well, we're we going same be. guy. Yeah, we could be. But with this line, Jesus. We don't want to jinx it. You know, like <laughs> nothing's not. a sure thing. There's always a yeah. puncher's chance any given Sunday, yada, yada, yada. Nakamura is winning this fight. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Oh, my gosh. No, this this <laughs> Good luck deserves, deserves to, to be this one. There's not a lot to say. There's not a lot to say about this one. Moving right along, we've got Giga Chikate taking on Alex Caceres. This, this one's kind of fun for me, but I definitely think this is a little bit more lopsided than than it kind of appears to be on the surface because you're like oh alex caceres that's you know that's a name i know but he has just been the definition of up and down he put together a pretty all right run of wins but it was all against really like low level competition and when he faced a little bit higher level competition he wouldn't look as good and this is higher level competition like giga is giga's high level there's no if ands or buts about it he's coming off you know the loss to cater but calvin cater is a dog like calvin yeah. cater just like i just like put the max holloway fight out of your mind calvin cater no is a that's dog and a half. calvin cater like holloway you put anyone fight. against and we'll get to what happens when you put anyone against max holloway in a second but like you put Calvin Cater against Max Holloway, yeah, that's the result you're gonna get. But Calvin Cater is nobody's fool. So like ignore, don't ignore it, but that decision loss to Calvin Cater is not that much of a smudge on Giga Chigate for me. I really just envision a head kick knockout. This is gonna be it's gonna be a good old-fashioned head kick knockout in the second round. I just don't think I think Caceres has had a little bit too much momentum for too long. And every time that happens, there's always a really strong course correction the other way. So I think that this is going to be kind of the start of that downturn. I think he's going to get knocked out clean, cold, KO, no T's involved here. Head kick, second round. Sean, break it down. Um, I uh, was liking Giga the whole time, even though he uh, he's been like... Who did he just lose to? Did you say Cater? Uh, Cater. Yeah, he just lost to Cater, but that's a, that's what I was saying. Like, oh, one's coming off a loss, but he's still the favorite. But then I realized who it was. So I'm. Uh, I think the rankings, the odds, it's all right. Fit ninth versus fifteenth, minus two thirty. I'm. I think Giga has this one. Um, <clears throat> It's weird. They're both kind of explosive, so I could definitely see a KO slash TKO. But I feel like this is going to be one of those cards that's going to be a lot of decisions. Oh, I, not a lot of finishes for you on this one? No, I don't think so. But for some reason, I think Giga's going to make it to decision, but it's going to be another one of those 30-27s. He's going to pretty much dominate the fight. Yeah. No, his. I mean, his striking is just too damn good. And Alex Caceres is, you know, pretty like pretty much a well-rounded guy. He's got a good ground game. He's got good hands. He's not really exceptional at anything. Um, and for me, like, he's got a 500 record pretty much. He's the he's kind of textbook definition of a journeyman. 
And I just like, even if it goes to the decision, I think it'd be 30-27 easily. Um, yeah, no, I just, Giga's too, I think he's just a step ahead here. I think it's, he's just a step ahead here. Uh, Max cursed Holloway. Uh, I believe this happens in your division. Break it down for us. Uh, I think Giga's coming out angry that he hasn't fought in so long because I was reading a lot of news articles saying that he's been actively trying to get another fight and his year, I, his year and a half hiatus was not on him. So I think he's coming out really raring to go and really who trying to make to a statement. That? Like, who wants to fight that guy? So I think he comes out real hot and either he pays for it coming out real hot or he comes out and puts him out in round one. And I think I'm going to err on the side of he's going to kick this man's daylights out in the first round. There it is. Out raring to go. And Alex Caceres, even though he has one of the best nicknames in all of fighting. That, uh, There's no doubt about it. There is no Roy, doubt about like, it. A1. A1 there for you. Uh, Absolutely. But, no, he's going to get kicked in the head. And then Hampus are going to rain down to follow. That's going to be That's going to be it. That'll be all she wrote. We got two head kick KOs here. Sean's given Alex just a little bit of the benefit of the doubt with the decision, but it's still a 30-27. Let's move along to this co-main event, which is I don't know what the I don't know what's at stake here. You know, this fight is fun at first because you're like, oh, Anthony Smith versus Ryan Spann. You're like, that's awesome. And then you're like, I mean, that's two kind of you know, run-of-the-mill were contenders or fringe contenders at some point, but haven't really recaptured that anytime recently. So you kind of are like, yeah, this is just going to be a fun fight. There's not much, there's not much at stake for either of these guys. Like if Anthony Smith loses here, it's like, oh, okay, that was he was the underdog. And if Ryan Spann loses, it's like, yeah, that's Anthony Smith. You know, he fought for a title. So there's. There's a lot of room for this to be a lot of a lot of just fun flowing fighting. They're not stressed about anything. So I think this might be fight of the night. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that this is like a snooze fest and you shouldn't watch it. I'm just saying that this is kind of like, ah, I would have liked this a few years ago. But this is still going to be a lot of fun. Anthony Smith versus Ryan Spann. I don't necessarily think that you're going to see a whole lot of groundwork in this and if you do it'll probably be initiated by anthony smith if he gets clipped and starts you know losing it on the feet um but this should probably be kind of stand and bang i just question um if honestly either of their chins can can hold up for that and granted it's three rounds i believe three rounds yeah no it's three rounds but i still am just like eh, maybe somebody goes to sleep with this one, I'm going to give a split decision win to Ryan Spann. I think he's going to be just a little bit, I think he's just going to be a little bit quicker than Anthony Smith, honestly. Like, Smith has Smith has fought so much. And I, I, I really do think he's lost a step, which sucks, because I loved his ascent up through the rankings. Like, the story behind him was awesome. But it just kind of didn't, it just didn't pan out. And that's fine. Um, I just think Ryan Span is maybe a little bit sharper at this point. So I'm going to go with Span by split decision. Um, I don't feel great about it. This one's, this one is as like, 
as close as the line would indicate. This is a very close fight. This is a close, 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 close fight. It's going to be a fun fight. And it is my dark horse pick for fight of the night for sure. Gage, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Max Cursed Holloway, please talk to me about these light heavyweights. Yeah, this is the toughest one to call for me when I was looking at the card for sure. Because you just never know with Anthony Smith. You just never know. Mm -hmm. But that Johnny Walker fight looked rough. <sighs> looked really rough. That He's was coming, not Coming insane. off three in a row. We don't know how much damage he's taken because he's fought, he's fought a lot. He's 36. We don't know how much those fights really accelerated his timeline. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. a lot of he should be fighting until he's like 38, 39. Easily. Oh yeah, he just but overloaded the schedule. Damage he's taken, and he just didn't look the same fighting Johnny Walker. And Johnny Walker, like I love watching Johnny Walker fight, shouldn't have had no business doing that to Anthony Smith. So it's even though he only fought two years ago, Span and uh, Smith, the mileage on these two are vastly different in two years. Vastly. So yeah. I'm going to go Ryan Span here by decision. Also split. And also think, split. Yeah. I think I'm locking it in there. Well, we've got split decision. Sean, take us home. <clears throat> Well, they did fight two years ago, and they both were pretty damn fast. They were coming hard in the first round at each other. Pause. And uh, pause. Uh, big thing. Hey, yo, pause. What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Nothing. They were both just coming really hard. Hard at each other. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're really fast, Jesus too. Christ. Oh, I didn't man, say that... it, all right? I'm quoting. I'm just oh, quoting. That's... Oh, man. I'm going to make that the fantasy football team name for the group. You have to. Oh, oh. oh. they're both coming really hard at each other. Jesus. Really fast. And it's going to be a picture of those two at any time they're wrestling. Anytime they're wrestling, that's that's gonna be the picture, the profile picture of the fucking thing. Oh, <clears throat> sorry, I couldn't resist. Oh. I was like, <laughs> no, you I muttered it under your breath, and then you're like, you're like, and then, no. and then Sean and kept like, going pause. and made it worse. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, pause. Oh. All right, sorry, sorry, Sean. Oh no, it's all good. It's all oh, good. My Child, God. Like, oh. All right. Sorry, so, Rob. <laughs> uh, Anthony Smith, Ryan Spann. Yeah. We're children. I'm sorry, everyone. Don't worry, Rob cussed that one out. We got to be professional. That or might just make that a short because it's going to be funny. <laughs> oh. All uh. right. So, so the last time they fought, Anthony Smith's boxing was better. He put him down twice in the fight. Uh, with his boxing and obviously his ground game is better than spans and it still is it's i do agree with you guys with the step is he taking too much damage is he's slowed down uh and what we've been talking about with a lot of these rematches is what's happened with a lot of the rematches that guy wants that back they want it back and i'm a i'm a huge anthony smith fan so to me even picking against him really hurts but 
I think he's going to get it back. I think his uh, span, his boxing has looked a lot better. And Anthony Smith has been getting beat up by weird stuff recently. With that, that Johnny Walker fight was not good at all. I think he's actually going to get finished in the second round by TKO. TKO. T oh, yeah. dang. Dang. That's rough. Yeah. Well, we're pretty much all on the Ryan Span Express. Where it's going. Probably 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 not to the top of the division, but it'll be a fun ride. This could be a very exciting fight. Just it all honestly, it all depends on which Anthony Smith we get. And I question it if there is any Anthony Smith left that can uh, that can any of the line left, you know. Is any is there any is, yeah, is there any of the line left? Oh no. I just don't think there is that Anthony Smith that can compete and keep up with that keep up with the division anymore, which sucks to say. Yeah, we're gonna shake it off. Going from a fight that we don't necessarily, you know, we don't necessarily know what's gonna happen. We wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Smith can eke out a win, but more than likely we're all pretty much locked in on Ryan Span. Now we get to go to a fight that, I don't know, it just feels like the most obvious pick of all time. It's so automatic when Max Holloway is fighting. You just, there's only one guy that can beat him in my mind because there's only one guy that has consistently looked good against him, and that's Alexander Volkanovsky, the number one pound-for-pound -pound fighter of the House Call Sports pound-for-pound -pound ranking. Shout-out to all of you for making that. Y'all are y'all the best. But yeah, no, Max Holloway is taking on the Korean zombie. And yikes. No, this is going to... I don't know what record Max Holloway is going to break, but there will be something, you know, that he did. That he'll... Some kind of significant strike, differential, or volume break his own record. But no, it's going to be ugly. For the Korean Zombie, I'm I'm gonna take a fourth round TKO because I do still have a moderate amount of faith in Korean Zombie's chin, and but I just think Max Holloway is so much better everywhere, yeah, absolutely everywhere. So that's 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 one of the easiest decisions for me. I, the, the the odds literally got better for Max Holloway in the time that I made the recording outline for this episode and the time that we're recording it right now. If that's any indication of how much of a favorite Max Holloway is and should be. Gage. No, no, no. Max. Well, I'm going to toss this to Sean. Let's toss Holloway. this to Sean first. You want to go, Sean? Let's Sean. Sean first. Sean, you want to go? All right. All right, that sounds like a little surprise is coming up over there. Just, just oh, no. saying, but, but uh, so I, like I got a, I got a couple little stats here. Max Holloway hasn't finished anyone since 2018, so I just don't. And Korean Zombie does have power, but Max Holloway also has never been knocked down by punch, kick, elbow, knee. Him and John Jones are the only ones that have absorbed over 500 strikes and have never been knocked out and for Only context max holloway has fought conor mcgregor dustin poirier three times but yeah like and never knocked down by a strike never the the greatest chin in the history of the sport i forget and who said it was like if you get to the fifth round against max holloway you should be able to use a baseball bat 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, I agree I with that. who yes. said that quote. It was, it was such a good one. Stuck with me. Because it was oh, just so awesome. funny. It was right after he wrote Arnold Allen, too. <laughs> yeah, and you look at how clean some of the boxers he's fought. And he... And he's literally caters a good boxer too, and he like 50 40 for them. It was ridiculous. One, one of them was a 10 8 round. Oh my, he wasn't even looking, yelling at the commentary, and then dodges and then throws a punch. And, I'm like, and still, Jack Craw hit him with the cross too. I was it's screaming cool. at my TV when that happened. That was the oh, yeah. that was so cool. Ah. Yeah, so before making my pick, I wanted to give those two little stats with that. So basically, it makes it pretty easy decision is it going to be 50 45 50 44 whatever it's going to be is he going to 10 8 some rounds is it going to be 10 nines across the board i don't i can't answer that but I, it's going to be unanimous either all five rounds or even a 10 8 somewhere sprinkled in there max holloway dominating this fight all the way sprinkle through. in a 50 44 all right i don't i don't like your energy right now I don't God, I don't like your energy. Wow, what? Uh well, y'all might be sleeping on the Korean zombie a little bit. Uh he is a little older, he's been around for a while, but he's had great fights and so has only lost to very big names. Brian Ortega, Volk, just to name two of them. He is older but is shorter and has three inches of reach on max. Has very good boxing. His chin, I think, is still there, even though he got TKO by Volk. I think he's Korean zombie for a reason. On the other hand, Max doesn't have that power to put him down either. So he, the Korean zombie is known for his forward pressure and will just keep coming forward at Max Holloway. But Max on the other hand, Korean zombie does not have the power to. He's not going to be the one to put Max Holloway down. It ain't going to be him. So I am currently, instead of blessed, I am cursed Holloway because he only has one curse, and that's he can't beat Alexander Volkanovsky. And he doesn't look to be fighting a 145-pound, bald, fucking Aussie out there. So uh, he's not going to lose. It's going to be Max oh Holloway by murder. I was so stressed Cole out. Connor, Max Holloway by murder. Like, <laughs> like, just take the abuse from five rounds of Max haven't he'll probably break his efficiency record yeah for strikes i don't think he's gonna throw that many considering max holloway's averaging like 300 strikes but <laughs> so, oh. i'm gonna say he's gonna be efficiently like over 80 percent on his striking it's gonna be like it's gonna look it look like shades of chris muentino against sean of just the, that abuse. That guy, what a legend. And if Max like, stays on his feet the whole fight, because I think the Korean zombie will try to shoot at some point after taking that abuse, and Max just keeps stuffing that, it's going to get ugly real quick. But there's not enough power in the hands either way to put the other out. No. So it's, it's going to be very, very long and hard to watch <laughs> from the punishment that's going to happen. It's going, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be nothing but brutal. Oh, you guys aren't going to be able to watch the fights, are you? Because it doesn't even the main card doesn't start till eight a.m. Eastern time. You guys, so I'll, it's going to be ten o'clock here by the main event, or maybe ten fifteen. You guys, it's going to be fucking six seven in the morning. morning. Oh. oh, 
Yeah, it's, it's 8 a.m. main card. Oh, it's that's right. Grand. It's gonna be yeah. so grand. Oh, set your alarm I'm clock, just folks. It's an early one on Saturday. It is an early one, and there might just be one of there might be an ass whooping of historic proportions by the sound of what Max cursed Holloway is saying right there. Yeah, I think I mean, move up to 155, man. It's right there. You would do so well. And there's so oh, many fun match. Oh, yes, he would. He's huge for 45. He doesn't have the power. Just that there's no power. To. He doesn't he doesn't have the power at 145 anymore. Like you said, he hasn't knocked it. He hasn't had a finish since yeah, 2018. Yeah, so he's not going to go up, dude. He has the technique, way. too. He has the technique, yeah, too, and he has the size, too. Bro, there's no fucking way. There's just too many there's people. There's no that way Max Holloway goes to 155. I will take him down. I I think what will happen is Max, because he's 31. People forget he's young as hell. He's he's was champion at 26. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think I think Volk will do Ilya Teporia, and then in February, March, whatever, will get his rematch with... Um, I Islam. think Volk gets bored. And, and, and Volk will, if, he, if Volk wins, which I believe he will, just just put that out there. When he fights Islam again, I think he beats Islam. He did the first time. He's going to be like, the 155, all these new challengers, all this new money. It's like, he'll stay up there and Max will take over 145 again. So that's yeah. that's what I think will end up happening. So I think Max should stay put and just wait it out and see what wait happens. Wait out the... Hurricane I, that is Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah, Sean's on the right path. I think he just shout out Hillary. It. We hope everyone's safe. Bored. He just gets bored of it. What? Yeah. What? At what point? At what point? What more do you have to prove? Oh, not yeah. a damn thing. He does it because he loves it. Hey, now he wants yeah. something to prove. Is go up in a weight class. He can damn sure stay with the best at one fifty five. Mm-hmm. Easily, I think and he beats everyone sat, up there. Honestly, he did all the time on air that. When he was playing rugby, he was every time. I literally was about to say, people say it all the time. He was a 200 pound rugby player. Like, yeah, he can go and fight at 155. So, yeah, the dude can naturally sit at any fucking weight he wants. Mm -hmm. That's why he is the pound for pound number one fighter in the world. And it sucks. And that, you know what? You're right. At 155, there is no eight hundred butts. Absolutely. No, absolutely. So, you're right. No, you're absolutely say. right. Your name is absolutely right because Max Holloway is is cursed to be in the 145 pound Playing division. Playing second fiddle to Alexander Volkanovski. How fucking good Volk is. And I love well. Max. I love Max. He, if any other person walked this earth other than Alexander Volkanovski, Max Holloway would be doing the same thing to that 145 that Volk is. And he probably has an easier claim to 145 goat because he would have been doing it for longer. Yeah. And like, think he, about the think about the length of championship reign that Max Holloway would have without Alexander Volkanovsky. It would have broken Anderson Silva records. It would have been it would have been, been untouchable. Champion. Broken DJ records. It would have been untouchable. He would have been champions. He was twenty three. It was insane. Like, man, sometimes it's just a guy that has your number. Yeah, that's that's his guy. Like that's that's his guy. That is I his think guy. Max's best showing was that second fight. I really thought, I thought Max he won the second fight. fight. 
I thought he won that second fight, but the third fight was just there was yeah. there's no shot now. No, you got nothing to claim. No, not a thing. Well, that's all we've got for UFC fight night or fight morning over here in the States in Singapore. It'll be right at your usual time. But those are our predictions. We might be completely wrong. We might nail every single one of those. Probably not. But hey, it could okay, happen. If I, just, if I just keep losing these picks, I'm going to have to retire a lot of names because Salt O'Malley <laughs> retired for a little bit. Salt O'Malley is done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out to Sugar. Time. Shout out Sugar Sean. Welcome it was to the no sugar salt. It was just sugar, not the other it way around. No salt. Oh, smooth, smooth. Oh, but that's all we've got for you today. We'll see you next week. We've got another fun fight night we'll be breaking down. Until then, that's Gage. That's Sean. I'm Kyle. I'm sorry, Max Curse Holloway. We'll see. We'll see after this weekend if it remains. But for right now, we'll see you later.